0: It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM to get started.
1: What's up, y'all? Here we are for Survivor on AfterBuzz TV. This is episode four of season 36. Trust your gut. Stay tuned. You're
2: tuning into the destination for TV Superfan Discussion,
1: After Buzz TV.
2: And now, let the buzz begin.
1: Hey, everybody, and welcome to Survivor on After Buzz TV. We have a full panel tonight, and we are so excited that you guys are joining us once again on. Wednesday, I'm your host, Paige Bonato, and I'm so happy that my full panel's here tonight. Who are you guys?
0: I'm James Wallington. What's up, everybody? I'm Timothy Michael.
3: What's up, everyone? I'm Mike O'Reilly. It's good to be back.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> ghost Island bringing back a newly deceased ghost. <laughs> <I> was, <laughs> he's not too much of a ghost yet,
3: but... I was basically on Ghost Island all season. <laughs> you,
0: were, you were for three episodes. We you sent ghost him Island. every episode. We That's
1: weren't right. trying to have you around. I'm back no. now. <laughs> Thanks, everybody, for joining us in the live chat. Let us know what you thought about tonight's episode. What did you guys think overall? My original thoughts I was mentioning earlier is I thought this episode was, like, surprisingly slow until the end. But I know a lot of you guys didn't feel the same way.
3: I loved it. I mean, I thought that the comeback in the yeah. mini challenge was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely disagree with you. I thought that this this episode was
0: exciting. It was it was it wasn't as fast paced yeah, as I, don't know I would what have I wanted thinking. it to be, but there were moves played. There mm-hmm. were a lot of players that I find I'm more gravitating towards now. Mm-hmm. So I liked this episode a lot.
2: I think for me, it was more so I overall like the story and mm-hmm. the way it was produced. Like there was a consistent storyline mm-hmm. and edit throughout the entire episode. But I was not happy with how it ended. Like, I was so disappointed that to me it (laughs) ruined the overall episode. I will be honest about that.
1: Do you guys like want to talk about the ending now? I mean, since it was such a big thing, or do you want to just kind of go the way that we? Let's
2: build up to. Yeah. It. All right. <laughs> I need to get back into the emotion. Sure, sure, I need sure. to get my rod.
1: Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Well, first, Timothy, you said yes. that you know a couple people had been standing out to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you saw a little bit more of people's gameplay. Yeah. Who, who in particular? Well,
0: a Laurel in yeah. the in the first uh, the uh, the ring challenge. I thought that that she displayed. Really, really awesome physical ability, which mm-hmm. surprised me. Uh, we finally know who Chelsea is, so sh- now she's finally. She's Bad- finally. <laughs> I mean, but do we? But she's actually finally on my radar. So now I'm like, oh, now I can put a face to the name. Um, and Dom isn't as big of a like a. I feel like he needed that that like knock of a peg down, mm-hmm. that kind of check to his ego. To kind of put him on like a like a, mm-hmm. a level playing field, and now I'm kind of like liking him a little bit more too. Well, I also think with Dom,
2: he was so thrown at us, like he was so in our face mm. from the first mm-hmm. episode, and tonight he wasn't, and so I kind of enjoyed the balance of not so much Dom. Yeah, because he and thought I think he was it on made the me bottom. like him a little bit more. Yeah, yeah, that's so, yeah, a good I would point.
1: Agree. I mean, speaking of Dom, what did you guys think about him telling basically multiple people that he does have a real idol? Because last time we saw, he had said, "I don't," you know, the idol was fake. But now he went first to Wendell telling him that they had an idol, and second to Laurel and telling her that they have an idol. I mean, what do you guys think of that?
3: I I liked it, because he's he's playing the game. I always like when someone's playing the game. So even though it was kind of, Mm -hmm. I mean, he's fibbing a little, but...
1: I think maybe telling Wendell was a good strategy, but maybe not as much to Laurel. I don't know, just because I know what he was trying to do, but him and Wendell were completely on the bottom. So he kind of did that as more of like a, Hey dude, we're going to be able to make it. There's hope. Mm -hmm. But with Laurel, when, when he told her, it kind of seemed like, you know, she even was a little taken aback. Like, Oh, so you did lie to us then, you know?
2: I think playing devil's advocate on Mm -hmm. that point, Laurel actually went to Dom first and kind of Mm -hmm. said to him, Hey, I don't really trust Chris. And I think I like you and Wendell more. So I think Dominic saw that as a window of opportunity of like, you're actually coming to me. But this is my opportunity to be like, yeah, I'm going to come clean with you because I would hope that this would set a foundation for us to work together moving
1: forward. But, but like the thing is, is people never needed to, you know, back, I mean, even just a couple years ago, like you don't need to come clean a, to everybody that's on your side and tell them you have an idol. Like True. he could work with Laurel and not tell her and still hide the fact that he has an idol because that's Survivor. You can hide the fact that you have an idol because normally you don't, you're not supposed to even tell anybody. But I feel like yeah. we look
0: at Survivor now and we go, they're going to tell everybody they yeah, have an idol. Right, <laughs> it's but- like, they never it yeah. never fails. Everybody always tells everybody. Mostly all the guys. And we've already talked about this in past episodes, but mm-hmm. mostly the guys have the bigger mouths. They usually tell everybody that they have an idol.
3: And also, I think earlier in the season, that's usually more apt to tell people because there's more people to share mm-hmm. that information with and mm-hmm. you think it might help you get a little bit further. I think li- later in the game, you're more usually used to kind of like withholding the information. I right. Yeah.
2: And in this game, knowledge is power. So mm-hmm. the more people you tell, they can use that against you. Mm -hmm. Where if you didn't tell anyone, you might overhear a conversation where your name is in someone's mouth and Mm -hmm. then you're like, oh shoot, maybe I should start playing more defensively and Mm -hmm. play my idol tonight you don't really have that opportunity if
0: everyone knows you have an idol because no one's going to be up front with you but then at the same time it's a game of trust so if you telling Mm -hmm. somebody you have an idol that's that's a huge kind of like leap forward in the trust department because you don't know these people from adam so for you to sit there and and tell them hey Mm -hmm. i have a very you know big part of the game in my pocket right now just Mm -hmm. you know kind of puts people on your side a little bit but then at the same time you're right it could make you a target
1: yeah, no, that's that. Those are all good points. What but do you guys, I, What do you guys think?
0: I do love that we saw more of Laurel
2: tonight, and mm-hmm. I think the start of the episode kind of set the tone for me of like because she's on my fantasy draft, mm-hmm. and we also last week were like, "Well, who is Laurel?" I I I liked what Dom said because Dom was like, "Wow, like Laurel approaching me is showing mm-hmm. that she's here to play, and mm-hmm. there's definitely a gamer in her." And I would be very curious to see Donathan and Laurel teaming up with uh. Wendell and Don, uh, Dominic because yeah. I think that foursome could be very interesting just because they seem so opposite. All four of yes. them are mm-hmm. so opposite outside the game that it would be fascinating. That would, be, so uh, that would actually to be that a back.
1: really fun one, especially like the Domic... Dominic and Donovan. Yeah, you know, that I think dynamic? there's
2: something brewing
3: with those. I yeah, something yeah, I mean, brewing. La- Laurel mentioned tonight that she didn't want really Chris to be in charge, and she's ready mm-hmm. to make a, her name in the game.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, speaking of Laurel, I mean, can we just talk about how good she did in that reward challenge? Like, yes. she killed it. And also, she said she was <laughs> she a D1 it. athlete. Yeah,
3: yeah. You know, yeah.
1: At, at Yale. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not. It's not enough that you're a D one athlete. You're a D one athlete at Yale. Yeah, like oh, you're smart and, and athletic. This and I, made
0: me extremely <laughs> jealous of James because you have her on your on your team. Because <laughs> yeah. I wanted <laughs> her and then you picked her last week, but I was extremely
2: jealous that you have. Her. I got excited because I was like, yes, I'm glad I picked you. But I think there's a reason why they showed us that soundbite because she did say, yeah, I'm from Yale and I'm mm-hmm. a division one ath- division one athlete. But she also mentioned, I've been lying low under the radar, but at the same time, I'm here to play and I want to make a statement. So I feel like we're going to see that from her at some point. We're setting her up.
1: when she was making statements, like even when she was like, hey, I do want to play this, and she goes up and speaks to Dom. I mean, she does it in a very subtle, like, just like friendly way. It's not like these big grand gestures with her. Mm -hmm. I mean, so far, you know, she's really... Like, I I like that she's been playing under the radar a lot. Yeah,
3: she's. It's early in the game, but I feel like she's got a good chance. Yeah. I mean, the way that she is approaching all of the the gameplay, it seems like she's got a good head on her shoulders. Definitely.
1: Um, So, in the reward challenge, I mean, this was kind of like a, I thought it was like a bloodbath, honestly. I was nervous that somebody was like going to get actually hurt because they were like wrestling each other yes. and jumping in each other's backs. Um, and yeah, I guess Laurel was the one person that really stood out to me the most. I mean, she
3: won twice. Yeah, yeah she twice. carried. She carried yeah. there. So not just pride. the first time, but <laughs> yeah. to come back in when you already have won once yep. right. with that being, t- especially in the water and they're on you. Like, that's. Mm-hmm. That's I wonder
0: if she told her team, like, you guys going into this, I'm an athlete. Like, I can do this. And they were like, great, perfect. You can go for the girls twice. Like,
2: that I feel just like since she did sense. so
1: good the first time, they were like, all right, go back in. They
2: saw her perform. they like, yeah. you got to do it again. Yeah. yeah. Well, wow. I also, I, another thing I noticed in this reward challenge, and I wanted to know what you guys think, mm-hmm. is I felt like Dominic and James had the upper hand over Bradley and Sebastian. Like, yeah. I feel like Bradley Dominic and Sebastian and are such small guys, and know, Dominic but... just seems bigger in stature, so I just assumed. We've James already... has not but been really <laughs> <laughs> then I had to remind myself for a minute, oh, wait, James is on that team, oh, really? and he hasn't really performed that great, so yeah. that should have been an obvious thing. <laughs> in
1: the second challenge too, I was like, don't let James down there. He's not going to be able to unlock those boxes. And I feel bad for him. He always also just seems so serious. Like, I mean, he said he was raised, like, you know, his Korean parents were, you know, they raised him to be really strong and, and serious and stuff, but he's so, like, in the zone all yes. the time. But then, I mean, we don't see as much of a performance out of him as I would like, but maybe it'll change as we go on. But, yeah, they, I mean, those people really did stand out to me. I mean, what would your guys' strategy have been in that challenge? Like, would you have gone straight for the buoy and, like, tried to throw it back? Or would you literally just go... Full force at it. Like, I think it
3: depends who you are, right? Yeah. Because if you're like a little person like me, I would have had to like throw it to someone and then maybe swim faster. Hopefully, yeah. But if you're big, yeah. maybe you can like with with like stand people like drag, crawling on you and trying to like choke you out. I was thinking of this question because when we were watching it, I was like, well, what
0: seems to be the better strategy: going for the ring at first and then throwing it back, or letting everybody get to the ring and then just wrestling for it? Mm-hmm. And it seemed like both. Both kind of methods worked just fine. I liked what I forgot who was on um, Malolo who said it, but they kept saying throw get get their feet from under them, and I was like, uh, how do you like get the upper hand in this? Oh, and it's the feet. Like I don't really understand. I what's wonder if you in, could like yeah,
1: like just like get up on it and then just like literally kick them.
3: Like yeah, I guess you have to get their feet up and then drag them through the water. Because well, when yeah. well, if your feet are up, then you don't have as much like power in the yeah, water. Yeah, yeah of course. You can yeah. just be dry. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't know though. I mean, I feel like. It, going all the way back there, then you have to fight all the way back to the thing. Like, just kind of like, you know, stagger a little.
2: I've been, yeah, I've been sitting here trying to think what I think I would do <laughs> in that situation and I feel like it would either go one of two ways. I feel like there's definitely a benefit to sit back and kind of watch. It's like, if you are in the wild and you are hunting your prey, yeah. you kind of want to sit yeah. back and watch their moves to see kind of like their mannerisms or their body language to figure
0: out what their weakness might be then go for it.
2: Because if you I go, go too
1: far if you go too far you might lose it. Right. right but then at the same time so it's like hard. having a
0: goalie position like you want to mm-hmm. stand in front of somebody's ring so you let those two go front mm-hmm. and then if they come back then you kind of divert them but then at the same time if they're wrestling for the ring the stronger person is obviously going to win so you want your teammate to help you. It's like a double-edged yeah. sword like you, you want to block your posts but you also want to go for the goal, so it's...
1: There was a post... Oh, go ahead. I was going
0: to say, I mentioned this to you guys
2: off camera last week, but I did a Survivor charity event last summer, and I actually got to play Survivor over the course of a weekend with Brett and Sunday for Millennials vs. Gen X. Oh my god. And ah, one I'm of the challenges... That was actually diving into a pool and grabbing a ball and wrestling it and putting it into a basket. And I actually think I was the more aggressive one and I went oh. for the ball because I felt like it gave you that upper edge yeah. to just go for
1: it. It was with Sunday you kind of already had a goal on Sunday site. and who again? I, right. didn't, I didn't really and, hear and anything
3: was, you said. I just heard that you were playing the challenges. I was <laughs> what was it. their strategy? Uh, I, I think in
2: the, the way the pool was set up it was more dive in and grab it because you could get to the basket first. But I felt like maybe the more aggressive approach is the strategy. Did anybody mm-hmm.
0: get hurt? Because I'm on Paige's level when they always introduce these physical challenges, I'm always worried that somebody's <laughs> they gonna were, get like choking, moral. Like, like in like, the nose the or the eye, or somebody's gonna get hurt and get it medevaced out. Like I'm Medivac- always worried. Um,
1: there was there was something. Um, it was like a fun post on Instagram that it was. I think it was on the Survivor Instagram. I didn't watch the whole thing, but if you guys want to go check it out, they like had the Dream Team showing mm. that challenge mm. and like kind of like the ins and outs behind the challenge. the The challenge producer was showing it, so that's kind of cool. If you guys want to check it out on Instagram, I, uh,
2: I. I'm really confused, though, with this challenge, why they changed up the protocol for Ghost Island. Did they make that clear? Because... Why all of a sudden are you sending someone to Ghost Island before the immunity challenge and then they come back for immunity when it's not been like
1: that the first time? Right. No, that's a great point. Did I miss something? No. No. They never... I mean, yeah, that was a question. I thought they
2: just changed it up. Yeah. But why?
1: Yeah, what's the point? Is
2: it going to be like that moving forward? Like, I I need answers. They should have done that.
1: (laughs) It's like, either do that from the beginning or don't do it. Or explain it to us why you're doing it this time.
2: Because poor Kellen... You know, I feel like there's an advantage to going to Ghost Island. Not yes. only do you get mm-hmm. the opportunity potentially to play the so game, you don't get or you get immune for a round and don't have to go to tribal council. Right. That's where an Kellen, advantage. Yeah. Kellen didn't get that option, like the First, three people mm-hmm. did when they went to Ghost Island. But, to me, it didn't
0: really seem fair. Right. But then at the same time, when they don't explain something like this, it just makes me go to like straight conspiracy theories because, like, we obviously found out what happened with Kellen and Kellen didn't go for the challenge. So she had her vote and then they lost the immunity challenge. So they had to go to tribal. And then it's was 4 right. 4. So it's like if Kellen wasn't there, it would have been 4 4. But then since she was there, they had the numbers. Like, it just like, makes and if, go if straight she would have lost theories. her vote,
1: then it would have. It couldn't have right. been set up more beautiful. That's you know what, what I'm saying. Yeah,
2: it was very poetic yes. how this story played yes. out tonight for Kellen. Yes. <laughs> True. Well, it's
1: probably like oh, I mean, yeah, like the producers must see and ahead of ahead of time, like this is where the numbers lie. Like let someone someone send somebody to go silent. This but then time. why did they, they do that last
2: round? Yeah, and then, then how the last...
1: would
0: the producers know yeah. that they would have lost the immunity challenge? Right.
2: It could have been a production flub where it was like, oh, shoot, you know, like, we had something happen where we can't have them on there for too long, but I just wish they would have given a little bit more backstory, because you're right, then right. conspiracies start to yeah, develop, yeah. and it makes yeah. the people question the integrity of the show. I'm not, but I, mean, I think what you, some people could.
1: Yeah, what do you guys think? Let us know if you know any more about this, or if you thought it was a good idea or not. Um... With Kellen at Ghost Island, I mean I like you guys said, I thought it was kinda like bad timing for her. Like I mean, I obviously worked out, but like it kinda sucks if you're going to Ghost Island that you're gonna go at a time like this. Mm-hmm. But something weird also that I thought is like I mean, I maybe I didn't understand this from the start, but that are they gonna be playing the exact same game every time? You either don't get to play or it's you can give up your vote for an advantage. The advantage might be different, but the game's the same.
2: Yeah, it's kind of anticlimactic. Yeah, yeah. like, it's I very got, anticlimactic. Because we
1: saw it the first time where you the uh, Jacob could either get the advantage or lose the vote, and then the next two people didn't get to play. So I was like, okay, it's going to be a different game every time. And they had the same game this time, and I was like, well, what's the point? <laughs> well, that's... Oh, sorry,
3: go ahead. What did you think of, of Kellen's decision tonight? I, I
1: I think
2: there's something beautiful in the decision mm-hmm. she made. You know, that that is the game of Survivor. You have a choice. And mm-hmm. for her, either way, it was going to be a risk. And tonight it yeah. paid out. But I feel like if you're there to play survivor, take the risk. Mm-hmm. But in her mind, in her, percep- her perception, yeah. she.
0: Did. But I mean, if she had taken that risk and lost her vote, then they would have been tied at the immunity. That's true. Chal- I mean, if she did take a risk. They And then just saying, they would have been pissed at her because then she would have had been like, why are we you tied? yourself. Right. So then they probably would have been mad at her and that could have put a target on yeah. her back. So maybe overall, like she made the right risked decision. Risked yeah, I guess, your vote. Right.
3: I guess what I was really wondering is if you were in that position and not yeah. being Kellen, would you have, would you play the game or would you pass? I, I, would think,
2: have, have I, I think I would have
3: passed. Have I would have taken it.
2: I would have passed. Oh, no, I would have taken it. For the same reason Kellen had. Because you're, I wouldn't want to have had explained myself, like, oh, I almost took something for me. Because then my group back at camp, which seems like they're a pretty strong five them they would game. question after, well, you didn't get to vote, which is why we just lost a member of our own team. You weren't looking out for us. You were looking out for yourself. Straight. And at the beginning, it's a team It's game. a team game, man. Right, You right. can't think selfishly.
0: Right. But then at the same time, it's thinking about yourself early that might get you to the end. True. So, but I, I mean... Think- her move that she did make tonight yes. could set her up to get her May
3: mom. help her get yes. to the yeah. end by making it Yes, yes.
0: yes. Right. of course. But if she had gotten that, that whatever the advantage would have been, it could have even given yeah, well, her further. Well,
1: okay, what kind of advantages do you guys think that there are? I mean, we obviously saw the legacy. Mm-hmm. W- what other things could potentially be in there? What are other things an extra that, vote? that yeah, people extra votes, have
0: gone home with in their pockets? What other things? I mean, period. say that say
1: that Kellen yeah. would have gotten an extra vote. You know? I mean, yeah. th- I guess she didn't really need it because she was on the top, but what if it would have been somebody else that was in the third Four instead of the five. I mean, I think, maybe
2: then I think the extra vote is definitely a good one, or taking away someone's vote. I know okay. they've done that before, mm-hmm. or maybe like they'll incorporate again because it is about past things. But maybe they'll just incorporate a hidden immunity mm-hmm. in a challenge, and mm-hmm. then they give that person yeah. the heads up of like, yep. in the next immunity it's challenge, under- you could find an immunity here. Ooh. But again, it's still too many immunities. Like, there yeah. needs to be something different than a yeah. hidden immunity it's idol. It's just
1: so far, like you've said, it's a little anticlimactic. And, like, I, I mean, the legacy advantage means nothing to me because it hasn't been played ever. Yeah. Or the last time we saw it, at least. So it means nothing to me. And now right. they haven't played any other challenges. And I'm like, what the hell is going on at Ghost Island? Like, right. give us something. What
0: if one of the advantages were you know when somebody else has a hidden immunity idol?
1: How do you know? Like the producer comes with yeah, yeah.
0: Like you know, they like put it in your bag. Like <laughs> yeah. this person has a human. Like they do with the like. Would well, you even matters. trust it like, though? Like
1: I would tell. Yeah, because
0: well,
3: it? it's. I mean, they've
2: never done re- it before, so nobody would
0: really be on that page. I also so. feel like
2: that would affect someone else's game too much. What like, about if, Wouldn't that be kind of setting up someone else for failure? I feel like taking
0: away somebody's
3: vote. It is would kind of influencing the game. It's kind of BS. Oh, I see what you're it, it, it would, make, would be yeah. kind of
1: BS. I feel like I, I don't think Survivor would ever go there
3: because they'd be right. influencing the game. Yes. I feel like too yeah, and too also much like that
1: person worked really hard to like find that idol. Like that, that I feel like that's like a sacred thing that you can't mess with. But what with about this? Producer. If
3: Kellen goes back to Ghost Island at a certain point, does she make the same decision? No.
1: I think mm. she'll... Just I think, trust
3: her gut in the moment then, too. I think when it gets closer
2: to the individual game... Maybe then she plays hopefully it. Hopefully she'll start playing it. Because yeah. tonight she thought about our team. Yeah. Right. Which Maybe. I think at the early stages is, is smart. the smart. I mean, she I was talking
1: about trusting her gut, too. And, like, I mean, obviously her gut was just... You know, you always have to go with your gut. Yeah. But also the fact that she was... Sorry, real quick. Like, with The Rock. <laughs> and she was, like, talking about how the, she was going to go to Ghost Island... And, and then, then she, she went got to, it, yeah. That
0: just, once again, brings me to conspiracy theories. Ad, she no, no, I, I know, no way. No. She was doing it as she I know, I know. But I'm just like, goes back to like, damn, this is like, this episode was literally it, perfect. Be,
2: it was so, I, I feel like producers, when they were watching on the monitors, probably on the no, sidelines, I, were out, like, Thank God this is going to be so great to edit. This is beautiful. <laughs> yeah. It was awesome. The one thing I will say I appreciate about Ghost Island is not necessarily game-related, but story-related. We, as viewers, get an opportunity to really see below the surface Mm -hmm. of them as a player. Like, we got to know Kellen tonight, and she's very true to herself, Mm -hmm. and she's clearly gone through, you know, she she got divorced, she went went to to grad grad school. school. We got to see a Kellen as Kellen and Mm -hmm. not Kellen as a survivor, just Mm -hmm. like we did Chris last week and Donathan the week before. We're getting to know them as who they are, and I love that.
1: And that's how I kind of, like, I was saying tonight, I mean, Chris is a little annoying when he's playing, but, like, when we saw him at Aquas Island, like, I did like that we got that underneath sense, because a lot of times we'll go through so many people and never even really get that, yeah. like, you know, real sense of who they are. Yes. Um, going into immunity, I mean, talk about a huge comeback, first of all. They were so far behind, and I thought this was kind of a cool challenge, too, and you really got a chance to even come back with those little balls that, you know, sitting on that ledge. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they've been doing
3: that a lot lately, with those, balance, like, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Balancing yeah. on the top.
1: Yeah. Um, was there anyone in this challenge that you guys felt, like, really stuck out, or you know?
3: Well, I th- I what? thought Chris helped make the comeback. I mean, he mm-hmm. struggled at the start, but mm-hmm. also I would have liked to see just in general where they give you a little bit more information. Mm-hmm. How much does the chest weigh?
1: Oh no. my God. Like it be, would be, they're,
3: they're like, he just, Jeff says, oh, it's a heavy chest. But like, what is that? If you could tell us, like maybe more clarity on what's going on, well, because then yeah. you see them like pushing it, struggling. Okay, I get it. Like, yeah.
1: I mean, Chris really did. I mean, at the end he was literally just trying to pull the chest and by himself then, and everyone's just sitting there yeah,
0: they like Dude. They're just looking at him like Yeah, and he's like you got it. guys. Help. Except for Wendell who was like grabbing his
1: <laughs> weight grab and his I his was weight. like
0: there's a rope. I <laughs> just yeah. grabbed the rope. Like
2: it's literally like tug of war you guys.
1: Yes. Come on. I will
2: someone in, I forget who but someone in the live chat asked a question at the beginning of our show asking about Chris like why do we think they hate on Chris so much when mm-hmm. clearly he carried them at the end. Like mm-hmm. he was the reason why they won.
3: Do you Part of it is probably they feel a little threatened. Sure. That he's been the leader and that he's, you know, a good looking guy that's got, he's physical too. You know, he kind of has all the parts.
1: I feel like he's just cocky. And when you come off as cocky, you come off as like a huge threat.
3: Yes.
0: I think it also has a lot to do with, I think, the first or the second episode where he's having a conversation with somebody and I forgot who it was, but he was more talking at her than to her. I know it was a Mm -hmm. female. Angela. Angela, yes. And it was... It would just put her off. And mm-hmm. then it put me off. And I
3: was like, you're right. He's He doesn't talk. Especially if you're just getting to know someone. Right. And you don't yeah. really have that background. With he them. comes
1: off as too much of an alpha male. And I feel yes. like that's just kind of been his downfall so far. Whereas surprisingly,
0: Brendan didn't.
1: Because you'd think that they but, would be... The- yeah, and they were saying at the end of the episode, they are like... Bre- well, they said Brendan's not a threat. He's very docile. But, like, Brendan, I feel like he just plays it back further. Whereas mm-hmm. he's just as strong and physical as Chris, but... He plays his game differently. Yeah, I didn't feel I don't feel alpha male vibes from Brandon at all. No, I really like him, and I'm yeah, I'm I'm sad at the end. Like, <laughs> I
2: really like. I feel like you feel more alpha male from like Dominic. Yeah, even Dominic. Dominic. Friend, yeah. but even he was toned down this
0: this episode. Yeah. Maybe, like I said, because he got his ego checked.
1: And Jonathan too. <laughs> no, I'm just I mean,
0: <laughs> depends <laughs> on how you look at oh, it. We were like, <laughs> oh.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I do love that.
3: He's a good one.
1: <laughs> god um but anyways this is just proof that you never ever ever quit survivor
3: yeah you never quit yeah they had a
2: great celebration
1: they did joseph
2: Bosa says the alpha male attitude that belongs in the big brother house not survivor yeah oh
1: my gosh um so i i mean speaking a little bit of alpha males i mean i don't know if bradley played like an alpha male rather than he was just kind of like the ringleader what did you guys think of bradley's gameplay Hmm. uh, of bradley's gameplay what do you think of it so far
2: i need to kind of yeah, take this one I, in. I need for to a minute. think before I speak.
1: The about reason, I, yeah, <laughs> the reason I ask is just you know we've seen so many sound bites from him just being like like right at, right after they lost and he goes back mm-hmm. and they're talking before tribal he's like this is so wonderful you know we have the numbers on our side and he's just always like so sure of himself. Mm-hmm. I mean, which could be a good or bad thing, but I think the way that he plays it with yeah. his whininess is just not working for him.
3: I think it's it's good to a degree. I think mm-hmm. he's setting himself up for a massive failure or a surprise at some point, which.
1: Yeah. Especially yeah.
3: when he said, like, this is what's going to make me such a good lawyer. Yeah.
1: Oh, was wow. like, I was like... Right. Yeah. yeah. There's, no. like,
3: a level that you could be confident and, and brash and abrasive even, but, like, when you, like you're that... Mm-hmm. Aggressive with the complimentary yeah. Yeah. attitude of yourself. It's I wonder like...
1: what Bradley's like in real life.
3: Well,
2: Jeff in the pre-interviews for the show when he talks about all the cast, he said Bradley was very arrogant. Oh like, he did. we are seeing that in this episode. Yes. Yes. yes, Because I was thinking... and it was kind of a turnoff. I was thinking I maybe it.
1: maybe like he um, you know is actually like coming off this mm-hmm. way. A lot of people you know they're not really like. They don't play to them true selves sometimes. And I, I was like, you know, I feel like it's, he could be a type of person that's not so in your face and and uh cocky, but I guess that's not the case. No, it's he Jeff is. And that.
0: Survivor Show in the chat said that, you know, he's he's very cocky, and I, I agree with that. What I didn't like about Bradley was right after they came back from losing mm-hmm. the, the the immunity challenge and they have to go to tribal mm-hmm. when Stephanie goes to try to talk to him and he was like, Well, we have the numbers, that's all I can tell you right now. Yeah. And I literally wrote in my notes, never close a door because you don't right. know. How Stephanie can help you in the beginning? At least talk her up. Like and I'm she not... could be a jury vote for you. At right. The end. Yeah. yeah. Like and don't... she might remember that moment. Right. Don't be a dick to her because she might just come back and bite you in the ass.
3: Yep. And that—that's why you, when you are that confident, or even like when it borders on cocky, you got to have a little humility because right. then you can right. see these areas yeah. that that may be the difference between winning and losing down the road. And I, I, agree. I I
1: can't remember the names, but wasn't he like comparing himself yes. to two really good players? Boston, Boston and Rob yeah. and
3: Kim Spradlin. I'm
2: okay, dude. And Sheena123 <laughs> just said, also, Bradley brought up he was the new Kim Spradlin. And I put that in my notes, too. I'm sorry. First off, Boston Rob and Kim Spradlin <laughs> had a social game. Yes. What I'm seeing from Bradley tonight... Has no social (laughs) (laughs) games. He's too arrogant. He's not someone I want to vote for at the end if I was playing with him, just from what we're seeing. So it's like, if you're really a Kim Spradlin, you can be in control with people still liking you. Mm Right. You're not giving me that vibe at all. Boston Rob, well, Boston Rob, it took him four seasons to actually win one. So, Bradley, that's not one you really want to aspire to be, in my opinion. (laughs) I think what we've noticed from
0: the people that have been uh, voted out so mm -hmm. far is they all didn't have social games. Which is just really funny to me. Stephanie Gonzalez didn't. Jacob really didn't. Yeah. He was just socially awkward, right? Right.
3: right. <laughs> and um, he tried too hard.
0: Yeah. And then um, Morgan. Morgan had, Morgan had a little bit of a social game, but she didn't get her feet. Not in enough. Not enough. enough. Yeah. And then now. I thought Brendan. Now they're going after Bradley.
3: Well, Brendan, he just got caught up in the. He
1: just got a bad hand. He yeah. got dealt uh, a bad hand. Yeah. 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 Um, like I
3: feel like his would have developed. Yeah.
1: I do too. Yeah. Um, with kind of you know how Brendan that whole thing came about. So at first. They were saying that they, like, to, to throw them off, sorry, to throw the Brendan-Michael alliance off, they were mm-hmm. saying that they were going to go, basically telling them that they were going to vote for a girl. But then they knew all along that they were going to go back and vote for, like, one of the...
3: Mind games. Yeah. yeah.
1: Manlier guys. Um, Go ahead. I was not
2: to say, this is kind of when Chelsea emerged. Because she yeah. was the one that said we should vote one of the boys, because they won't expect it. And that's mm-hmm. when I
0: was like, Chelsea, who? Yeah, like, mm-hmm. well, who Chelsea you wanted <laughs> to go after Michael, and then Desiree was like, no, we should go after Brendan. Yes. So, so we have
1: Kellen, Bradley, Sebastian, Chelsea, and Desiree, right? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. Desiree's the extra one. Sebastian, okay. Kellen, Bradley, Chelsea, Bradley.
1: yeah. So basically, though, they, I mean, and then they were saying that they were going to go for, their game plan was to go for Bradley, but they were going to convince them that they were going for Sebastian, which I never saw that come to fruition. It was literally just Bradley the whole way. Yeah. But... um. Before we get into tribal, was there anything more about that that, like, stuck out to you guys? Um, kind of like the alliance situation beforehand. It kind of seemed a little muddled in my mind, but just wanted to check in. No. <laughs> yeah.
2: right. I just, like, yeah, just the whole, to me, it was all Bradley's
0: arrogance. It yeah. Was just kind of
2: like, ah, it's too much. Do right. We, do
0: we think because of Bradley's arrogance, the other tribe was so blindsided by that that they didn't target a stronger player and just went after somebody who was just arrogant? Who, I, who
1: would who would they have? Who were you thinking?
0: I, I mean,
3: I maybe Sebastian or or yeah, because Sebastian.
1: Know. I mean, he is one of the strongest ones. Yeah.
3: I feel like they kind of had a coordinated attack on Bradley. Yeah, No,
1: yeah, I, I was just
3: you asking like, like, why... I feel like they planned it out, thought it through, and thought that that was going to be their best opportunity because he was probably the one that's the most divisive on the group that maybe you could put some <gasps> yes. thoughts yeah. into their heads to mm-hmm. say, okay, they I can get someone to switch.
1: said at Tribal that he was like the ringleader. Yeah. yeah. So I think yeah. that was kind yeah. of it. It's
2: more so to rattle his bones a little bit because he was a mm-hmm. little too full of himself and thought he had it. So it's like giving him a moment of doubt mm-hmm. makes him a little bit weaker of a player.
3: And hoping that maybe someone inside of their alliance will like be like... It oh, yeah, maybe well, this is the time, to yeah, make this move.
1: yeah. And at tribal, you know, Jeff had asked, Was there any sense of you know trying to infiltrate this group? And Stephanie kind of called out, Well, there was, but Bradley, you know, he let us know very much like where everybody stood on his team, right?
2: Which is also funny because. If you really think about it, do you view him as the ringleader tonight cuz I feel like it was more Chelsea and Desiree's doing. Yeah,
1: but they were Bradley. under the radar leading right. whereas Bradley's yeah, loud true. and out there so, so actually, gets, but, but, least, but I
3: think Bradley thinks he
2: is right. the yes. ringleader. Smarter yeah, by is the girls like, the
3: girls are playing the smart game yeah. like having him take the fire yeah. but they're making the decisions.
1: And he never said, "Oh, I like he loved being the ringleader until it was brought up at tribal and he was like, "Well, I don't really see myself well, as a he, ringleader." he, he started, like started feeling heat. Yeah, he started right, real feeling
0: well, another thing that was brought up at tribal from Bradley was he said, "You know, I've tried to talk these people and then Stephanie says, is like what and then he threw in like a babysitter so I was like yeah what now you're just throwing in like these quips to people. thank yeah. you yeah
1: well can we just talk about Michael's um little situation that he did there I thought it was brilliant yes with the idol so basically he said he, he pulls out the idol and says this isn't gonna happen tonight because we have two idols to play this is double brilliant. which was brilliant mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: Brilliant. Yeah.
2: <laughs>
1: it was really good. And so he, I mean, he is calling the shots basically at Tribal saying, you know what, you guys are five strong, but Chelsea and Sebastian are at the bottom, so I just want you guys to know that. And he gives them an opportunity to to come on his side. What did you guys think of his play right there?
0: I thought it was interesting because now I'm worried, or not worried, just interested to see if the other players on that Tribe thought maybe they should have targeted Michael instead of Brandon, because clearly Michael's got some tricks up his sleeve and mm-hmm. he's a little bit smarter than Brandon. I think that's coming.
2: Because I feel like his move tonight was not. Really? It's like he set himself... Yeah, he had such momentum. And then when he played it on Stephanie, I was like, "Mm, now you lost me as a player. But see, I mean, they... just wasn't smart.
1: They did convince him that they were going for one of the girls. But but my thing is, what if they would have went for Michael? Then he would have lost... Then he would have just replayed that stupid thing, that stupid immunity that the other guy lost. He said, I need to reverse the curse.
2: here here's where I'm confused mm-hmm. because Michael gave an amazing speech. like yes. if I was there and I was in Naviti and he said exactly as he said, and I'm a super fan and I know Survivor China and I remember that James went home with two idols in his ha- in his pocket. If he had said that to me I thought, oh my god, he gets to play that on two people, that's too much of a risk. I'm jumping <laughs> ship because after yeah. this, those four will want to work with me moving forward. You that's know what I mean? Right. Like That would have been an opportunity mm. to jump ship, in my opinion. So I think Chelsea and S- Sebastian either didn't see Survivor China, so they probably were like, mm, <laughs> what do you mean you get to play that on two people? And they didn't mm-hmm. know the depth of the history of that idol. Because I, I wish I would have seen a little bit more conflict with those two. And mm-hmm. I didn't see that.
1: Yeah, I mean, Michael did such a good job. Like, I challenge you guys to play this game. I mean, like you said, if I was sitting in that situation, I might have jumped. And then, I mean, good thing nobody did because of how it played out, but... I would have freaked out a little bit. I mean, Michael did a really good I, job.
3: I thought not just Michael. I thought the the, 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 the foursome. Whole, mm-hmm. They really came in. I felt like it was coordinated. Like yeah. the way that they each kind yeah. of hit at Bradley in a different way, but yeah. added on. And really, it felt like there was like fueling a fire that maybe they could get someone. It didn't work out. But I honestly thought they played it pretty well. It just, they didn't choose the right person to yeah. have the idol.
2: Bria in the live chat was saying that she thought the idol was...
3: Good for two people. Like, that's how believable it was. I I kept asking, like, is this really for two? (laughs) Because, yeah. He was confident. He came off really, like, it sounded like it was like.
1: Yeah, yeah. He had me
0: believe. Well, it. in his interview before they even went to tribal, he said, "I'm going to tell a lie and I'm going to extend the power of this mm-hmm. this this." See, idol. I didn't so even I knew. Catch that, yeah. I was like, "What's he going to do?" So when he said it was for two people, I was like, "Oh, that's that's pretty good." And Which I, is why yeah. I don't think Sebastian or Chelsea saw
2: Survivor China because if yeah. you were a super fan, you would have been a little bit more scared than more. you were in that tribal. <laughs>
1: moment. Yeah. That's
3: when maybe not being that smart or having as yeah. much information can actually help you. That's yeah, true,
1: right? and yeah. I mean, too, the other alliance's credit you know like kellen says hey you know what we are all gonna be talking smack right now like the claws are coming out and Mm -hmm. that's so many times in in last minute tribals like that we see people scrambling, going whispering each other's ears and it's like Call inside, they stayed strong. They were just like, we know what we're doing, so we're not gonna be rattled by this.
0: Yeah. I will say this, this is one of the most exciting tribals that I've ever seen. And there wasn't any of that last minute whispering or pulling people mm-hmm. aside. It was just it was just pure good like survivor tribal council. Mm-hmm. No whispering, no none of that. It was just like, hey, we have the votes, you think yeah. you have the votes, it's bluffing, it's not bluffing, like it's survivor.
1: yeah another thing I liked that Michael said was like this might when you're on the jury and you just got voted out this might be the night that you look back at and you regretted not moving over I mean he was convincing as hell he was he was he
3: He would have been an all time all time move if he had given the idol thank you to uh, to Brendan then it would have been like one for the like but if I I, if if
1: I was okay so if you guys were Michael would you have given the idol to Brendan what would you have done I would have kept it for myself that's for damn (laughs) sure I mentioned it when I came in tonight
2: but What was confusing, and again, this could have been just how it was edited, but Michael said, I'm playing this on myself and Brendan tonight, and then looked back, and I was like, that's brilliant. You're taking a moment to read the room and figure out where they put their votes on. Bradley's reaction, again, it could be the edit, Mm -hmm. would have been enough for me to realize, oh, clearly they voted for one of the two boys because he literally looked nervous. So. I would have taken the risk to play it on myself or Brenda.
1: Okay, but who would you have played it on, though?
2: That's tough. I would have played it on myself. I right, think, because right. Because I don't want to go home. Either way, Brenda. going home. But that would have home. been a smarter move than getting giving it to just Stephanie for no reason. Yeah. I just didn't think that was smart.
1: I guess, I mean, we didn't see that conversation beforehand, but their their argument that they were voting Stephanie out or when they heard stuff around camp must have been pretty convincing because, you know, even towards the end, he he says he he genuinely thought that Stephanie was going home, you know? Right. It's not like he was like trying to, yeah. you know, just be like, I'm not going to play it for yeah. that right person. But, there's a
0: lot of ex- extenuating circumstances when you ask a question like that because you're like oh who would you play it with but we're not at camp 24-7 like they are they could have heard something yeah
1: and that's a great point though like looking back and reading the room i mean it could have gone either way but i still feel like i would have had to play it for myself
3: Mm. i mean it it all came for naught. yeah either way yeah and i feel like to be honest i think he's in a tough position now because he showed that he's actually pretty Mm -hmm. confident and well-spoken and like he could be trouble and so I think that they're going to be coming for him. Yeah.
1: Surprisingly, a lot of people in live chat are saying that they would have jumped alliances. Yeah. Hearing Michael's speech, <laughs> so it would have
2: been an opportunity. Just yeah. like Laurel saw an opportunity back on the new Naviti camp, camp, camp. That oh, you know Dominic and Wendell are two people I like, and they're worth working with. It's not it's not about tribal lines mm-hmm. anymore. When you get to the merge, it's not going to be about old tribe or new tribe. It's individual. Mm-hmm. So when you see an opportunity jump for it and that would have been an opportunity for chelsea and sebastian to be like "Mm, you know what moving
0: forward i could work with these four and we might be the Mm
2: -hmm. final six together Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um i don't know they just all seem like they're having fun and i am excited to see how much more fun they can have speaking of fun really quick um if you want to have fun learn and grow in all areas of your life for those who do we've got a podcast for you conversations with maria menounos Podcast edition is hosted by our very own Afterbuzz TV founder Maria Menunos and drops every Friday on iTunes. Conversations with Maria Menunos features celebrity and influencer interviews along with secrets and tips on how to be better in all aspects of life from health and wellness to career and relationships, finances and more. Let our Maria be the big sister that you've never had. Just go to iTunes and subscribe to Conversations with Maria Menunos for free, and be sure to rate and comment when you do. Let Maria Nuno know, know it was us, her After Buzzers, who sent you to her. Um, Conversations with Maria Nunos, Friday's podcast edition. Check it out, guys. Woo,
1: cool. check that out. Wow. Um, Another quick question before we go into, like, predictions and, and whatnot. So, the people now, I mean, that not, okay, so Stephanie, Brendan, Michael, and... um. Jenna, mm-hmm. are, are together, and now Brendan's obviously gone, so we have three. So do the other five think that he still has an immunity idol to play, or does he think he gave up two votes just to play one for Stephanie. Oh,
0: that's a good question. I
2: think I think that they don't I think they're gonna think he doesn't have an eye right. because
0: he said this play this could save two of us. So this
2: they're gonna think that, that he's fan.
1: an idiot yeah. and he played it for sure. one person when he yeah. could yeah. played it for two. I'm
0: sure they're gonna go back to camp and he's gonna be like, No, I was bluffing you guys. It was only for one person and I played it for one person. Maybe. Yeah. Because Maybe. would you I'd rather just come forward and be like, hey, I you know, played it for one was, person like I was supposed to, yeah. rather than, oh, I only played it for one person, but I could have played it for two. Like that just makes you look stupid.
1: Yeah, I'd rather them think I was just bluffing in the moment then think I'm like an idiot. Yeah, but could I think be he might just enough.
3: Well, I think he might also, yeah, I think he's just going to describe it as I just chose to play it for one, I could have played it for two or something. I don't know. He's, I think he's going to try to spin it. I don't if know. You, I think he's going to come straight about if it. If it you, you could played
1: back. it for two, then I, I would have like, I mean, I mean, you. right. And Stephanie, right. Yeah,
3: you're right. I
2: mean, and either as way. I said that, I if makes... he plays this card right, he can make it seem like he has the second James Idol. If he plays this card right, maybe someone might buy it. Maybe. Maybe.
0: Joseph Boza in the chat said he's the biggest moron, no matter if he if it's for one or two, he's screwed. And I'm going to disagree with that, because yeah. I feel like, as much as we didn't like how he ultimately played the mm-hmm. idol, he did try something. Yes. Like, he did throw mm-hmm. it out there. He had us all believing that, mm-hmm. his story. So, as much as we can say, you know, we can put faults on you didn't play it right, at the end of the day, you did... You know, you were smart enough to to make this whole speech about this idol and have everybody believe it.
1: I thought that speech was brilliant. I, I think what he did with it at the end wasn't correct, but
3: <laughs> it also we're over here like second yeah, guessing.
1: we're over here looking right.
0: right.
3: at him like, easy, right. like so. right. Hey,
0: yeah. at the end of the day, Michael didn't go home. Yeah,
3: so that's true. true.
1: Yeah, I monkey, mean, I think he could
2: have. Overall, yes. What you said at the beginning, the episode was exciting. Mm-hmm. As a viewer, selfishly, I was not <laughs> happy with the outcome. I would have had loved to have seen Bradley go home. And I'm sure Bradley's yeah. a great guy in real life. Yeah. But him as a player, when you're that arrogant, it's mm-hmm. kind of fun to I see think... you get blindsided. Yeah. And I was hoping for it. Yeah.
1: Agreed. So Brendan was one of our um our floater's in the in the draft, so yes. nobody lost him, which Nobody is took good. a hit tonight. Nobody <laughs> took a hit. Should we get into predictions? Yes. Do you guys have any other like news or gossip about Survivor that we should share TV. before we get into predictions? Games? You're looking at me. <laughs>
2: Fine. Okay, so <laughs> um, don't twist my arm. Okay, so last wow, week. Well, that took a lot of minutes
1: <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, we
2: have one for them. Okay. Well, I don't think anything's been like confirmed or announced, whatever, but like, if you are good on social media, you could probably figure it out. Last week, I had pointed out that if you go to two of the cast members' mm-hmm. Twitters, there's some insinuating captions in their bios that make <laughs> it seem like they may be in love or they're dating they since the experience. Love. I'm going to call it out. I think Sebastian and Jenna are dating. Oh, I it's think They've sure. been dating since the show, and the preview for next week clearly shows that. Mm. Sebastian's Instagram and Twitter are mermaids, something relating to mermaids, and Jenna's bio says, I love a mermaid. So it's a little obvious, and I follow them on social media, and I've seen them together since the show filmed, so yeah. I'm going to say that they are definitely going to be a Little Island love affair. I've
1: been creeping on their Instagrams a little bit, too, and it looks like even though they don't post stuff of each other, it's like they post something where like they're in the same location, and it's like, clearly you're cuddling with somebody or whatever. <laughs>
2: I'm laughing at Sheena123's comment. Who is more annoying, Bradley or Abby, Abby Maria?
1: Maria. <laughs> oh, so Abby Maria. Maria. Okay, I oh, would Abby have to Maria. say Remember that's a her? really
2: tough question yes. because I feel like they're both annoying <laughs> for different reasons. <laughs> Abby Maria was just loud and abrasive and obnoxious when I feel like she didn't have a reason to be. Remember and then Bradley gosh, is just kind of arrogant, and both of those qualities are turnoffs. So...
0: It's hard to pick one. I'm going to say annoying. Abby Maria because she got on my nerves.
2: Do you guys too. remember
1: how far Abby Maria made yes, it? Yes. Like, no, she was she's surprised. Go, was surprised Everybody
0: wanted to take her because they didn't think that she was actually going to oh, make it in the
2: end. The so the worst.
0: <laughs> and don't get me wrong. They both make great television. Yes. I'm
2: not going to deny
0: that, but they are annoying. <laughs> see, that I disagree with you on. I think Abby Maria made better television, whereas Bradley, you're just like, oh, get off my screen. Yeah, a little mm-hmm.
1: bit. Yeah, I could see that. Um, okay, so now into Predictions. Um, so next Buzz week, w- TV what was the uh, what was the preview? We saw the Chelsea thing, or I mean, the Jenna Sebastian thing. What right. We Casey?
0: also saw Chris and Donathan maybe kind of getting together, or maybe forming okay, in some kind yeah. of alliance, which is interesting because in the beginning of this episode, we saw Laurel and Donathan having a conversation where they were debating on whether they want to go with Chris or Wendell, and Donathan and Laurel both said that they would rather go with Wendell instead of Chris because they trust Wendell more mm-hmm. so based on this preview I'm like maybe Jonathan's having second thoughts maybe I don't know
1: sorry real quick Sheena went to the live chat said Paige you think Sebastian looks like Joe and honestly at first remember I did a little bit and then as we moved on I was like no 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 no, no. he doesn't yeah. look like Joe he doesn't, no, look, he like doesn't Joe. look like Joe he like does at first glance just because they have like long hair and they're both tan and with good abs but like Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. yeah, no, no, they don't look alike. No, they don't look alike. Sheena, one, two, three. Is he on
3: your, <laughs> he on your fantasy draft team? He's on mine. Oh, he's on
1: yours. I need to remember who's on mine. Yeah, but I don't at the moment. I, yeah, <laughs> you should probably write all those down again. Yeah, I wrote them and then I lost the paper. Um. Well, let us know what you guys think. If you guys think that there's anything exciting going on for next week, or if you find out any news and gossip, let us know.
2: Who uh, I would be curious to know, since we have a little bit more time, mm-hmm. who do you feel like is the front runner to win right
3: now?
1: Hmm. I think it's Laurel. Okay,
3: I was going to say tonight. Something about Laurel changed my. I think opinion. right now tonight, uh, if not Chris would be up there, but I think he's more of a threat at this point. So yeah. it's like he's too. You ahead. think
1: Chris is a front runner to win?
3: Well, I think he he would be, but he's he's too much of a threat. So I feel like Laurel isn't really a threat to everyone yet. So she's in a better position. You know what, you guys? I'm going to say Desiree
0: just because, hey, she's on my, <laughs> my draft. Um, <laughs> and B, because she's the one out of this entire group that said Brandon when they were talking about Michael or Brandon. And they ultimately decided for Brandon. So she must have said something to her ter- tribe members that voted Brandon. So she's mm. a little smarter than we give her credit for and what the cameras are showing.
1: I don't know why for some reason I think, I mean, between the two women that we just said, Desiree and Laura, I think Laura would make it farther. Yeah. For, I don't know why it's like a like a gut feeling. I
0: feel like you're only saying that though because of this episode because it was so centered around Laura and how much of a stand. <laughs> it was. was
3: tonight's episode.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, of course
0: and that's understandable but I feel like it, it's doing a disservice to Desiree because yeah. we haven't really seen anything from her, which is a good thing because yeah. she's flying under the radar just like Laurel is, except for she's doing it longer than Laurel is. No, I,
2: I
1: think Dominic may get further than we think. A
3: lot of oh, people I, in the chat are
1: talking oh, about Dominic. To me,
2: Dominic's the new Ben. Who's I think it's also on Dominic my fantasy draft. Ben. Thank you.
1: Oh, and also <laughs> Kellen was my first draft. Yeah. I think that she could do very well. Yeah, I, I could see her in the top three mm-hmm. for sure.
2: She's great. Yeah. 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 I, I think Dominic is the new Brad. Or New Ben, excuse me. I think that Dominic Mm. will be in the final three. Just based on the edit and his attitude. I just feel like he is the prototype for a finale. Um, I I think Laurel is definitely a strong shot. Desiree is confusing to me because we don't know much about her gameplay. And I feel like if someone's going to win, there needs to be a consistent at least some kind Mm -hmm. of arc with the player. Mm -hmm. So she's she's a wild card. But I would like to see her do well.
1: Like Dominic, Mm -hmm. Kellen, and Laurel would be cool.
2: If those three made it to the end, it would be awesome. And I feel like that, to me, is worthy of Laura winning. Because that was her doing. She's trying to put that together. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
3: There's a lot of uh, a lot of time to go.
2: Yeah. There's, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's
1: only there. day It's only 10. day 10. Yeah. <laughs> day
2: 12 at the end of this. Yeah, day, day
1: 12 for them. Yeah. Wow. So we have 16 people left, I think.
3: 16.
1: Oh, I love Survivor. Do so you
0: guys think there's going to be another tribe swap that mm-hmm. happens soon? I would like to see one.
1: I would say maybe, like, n- not next week. Maybe not e- maybe not even the week after. But mm-hmm. I think I, I would say either the week after or the week after that.
3: Okay. Yeah. yeah within like the next two, two weeks. Two I think two, two more to three episodes. Weeks.
1: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, any last thoughts before we wrap up? Very yeah. good show.
0: Yeah, I'm excited. This is well, this is a very exciting episode. Yeah,
1: me. definitely. Um I'm going to be out the next two weeks, and I think you're out next week as well. Not next week, but the following. Oh, okay. So, anyways, just letting you guys know that I'm not (laughs) going to be here for the next two weeks, but um, you guys will hold down the panel. It will be good, so make sure you guys join. Um, Thank you to everybody joining us in the live chat. You guys make our show what it is, and make sure to give us a like, subscribe, and let us know how we're doing in the comments on YouTube. Thanks, everybody. I am Paige Bonanno.
2: And I'm James Wallington. You can find me on Twitter at James Wallington or on Instagram at Where's Wallington.
1: Once again, thanks everybody in the chat. I am Timothy
0: Michael. You can find me everywhere at I am Timothy Mike.
3: And I'm Mike Rippy. You can catch me on social media at Mike Rips. All
1: right. I'll see you next week.
3: Bye,
0: guys.
2: From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network.